Welcome to the Launch Strategist Podcast with your host, Katrina Douglas, author, trainer, and launch strategist for corporate leaders, helping you launch projects that light you up, make money, and get you closer to the goals that matter. Good evening and welcome to this evening's live. It is a completely different time. Normally I come live with you at 1 p.m. on a Wednesday, but I wanted to do an exclusive live with you this week. Many of you or some of you may know that I did an in-person event a couple of weeks ago. Something that I guess not many people are doing. Everybody's cancelling their events. A lot of people assume that we're in a pandemic, so we cannot do it. But that's not the case. And I really wanted to share some key learnings and key lessons with you. What I did, why I did it, how you can do the same if you want to arrange an event in these uncertain times. And I have the amazing Tanique Hay with me. So Tanique has just been on the front line with events, working for a venue, organizing events in this pandemic, as well as the founder of Hay Events, um, helping people plan and arrange virtual events as well as in-person events right now. And Tanique's going to share with us some of her insights on the do's and don'ts, what is possible, what is not possible. And I have to uh, say that I have been so impressed with Tanique that I've actually secured her services for two events next year, a whole year in a <laughs> And I, I'm so excited about working with you, just your professionalism and just how you've conducted yourself and your business in this time has been exceptional. So thank you so much for joining me. Let's get into this. So why did I even decide to host a live event um, in a pandemic when actually everything was pointing to the fact that I should have cancelled? A bit of backstory, Legacy is my annual event. It's kind of what I like to call my encore um, I like to get a select few people in a room and we just go deep and we develop your launch strategies and we go uh, really hard um, and we just, it's intense. We sit, switch off everything for the two days and we build out your launch strategy across those two days. It's a very, very special event to me. Um, it's a tribute to my late grandmother and there's something about being in a room with like-minded people that you cannot replace and just focusing on that vision, on that special thing that you want to be launched want to launch in some cases it's something that people have been putting off for years or you know because it's important but it's not a priority it's that thing that always gets pushed to the sideline and we just put everything aside um, for the two days it's a very high-end event in central London meals and everything are included but anyway well I needed to host it because I almost felt like the times that we find ourselves in it was more necessary than ever people are having to pivot people are having to change you know we have never been in times of flux like this before in my lifetime anyway and so I felt like something that provided that stability and had people in the room had great minds in the room had great delegates in the room where you could actually get clear and get focused about where you wanted to go for the next quarter for the next year was actually essential and I often teach people that it's so important that you have a vision and you know sometimes that sounds fluffy sometimes you know when people say make sure you have a purpose for your business make sure you have a clear vision for your business it sounds fluffy but these are the times where you see the difference that a vision makes because I would actually say it was vision that propelled me it's this it's this position of even when everything around you tells you no vision is that thing that is so compelling it's so core to your heart that it propels you no matter what and that's what I would say about legacy when people are like why are you having an event well to be honest not 
nobody said that to me, but I can imagine that that was that was the thought. Why have a physical event um, in these times? Because the vision for legacy and the vision vision for supporting people through their launch process was so compelling that I felt like I had no choice. Like I actually had to do it. It had to happen. I knew that people were getting virtual fatigue, and as much as we had to be wise. Um, that I wanted it to happen. And so we moved it from June into September. But what I want to talk about is if you are going to have a physical event, let's make it practical. So Tanika, I want to talk to you about what are the things to have in place? So if you, if people are wanting a physical event, what does that look like in times like this? Because people assume that it's not possible, but that's not the case. It is absolutely possible. But what are the parameters for that? It's absolutely possible to have an in-personal event um, during these times. And the main thing is communication. Communication is key if you want to put an event during the um, pandemic. And just communicating with your delegates, communicating with the venue that you want to put on your event for, just so that you know the parameters in place for social distancing, for health health measures, for health and safety measures. So, for example, at 10 to 11 Carlton House Terrace, we have practical measures in place, such as hand sanitizers. We've got temperature guns. We've got clear signages so people know that there is one-way system. In terms of our setup, it is designed for social distancing. So we have lots of measures in place to ensure your safety as well as your delegates. So I would say communication is key if you do want to put an event during these current times and just communicating with your delegates that they their safety is in the hands of the venue and the main priority for and I think that is such an important point because the beauty of legacy was that it was very intimate. So um, there was only, I think, a maximum of nine of us in the room at the time. And it was very, very important that I think I probably communicated with them a lot more than I than I would have because I needed them to know that I'm taking your uh, safety seriously. Um, I let them know that, that before the event, I sent them the, the venue's documentation about you know, social distancing, they practically, you know, had a table to themselves. Um, do you know what I mean? They couldn't get into the venue without having their temperature checked. So it was so rigorous. The venue had hand sanitizers on the tables around the buildings as a giveaway that they could take away. I had packs of masks. I had hand sanitizers as well. So they knew that their safety was a priority for me. And, you know, the funny thing is, um, I think a week before the event is when the government said you can't have more than six in the room. It was the thing, what was is that actually that was the perfect number because I actually had six, you know, four um, delegates, legacy, the premium event, the ticket price is quite high. So that I had four delegates, you know, between the speakers, I've just interchanged them. And so there would have been six. Um, and so the morning that that hit, well, the, that hit late at night. And then by the morning, by six o'clock, I had sent them an email to say, you're fine. We're fine. We're still going ahead. There's just this much in the room. These are precautions. But it just so happened, actually, that um, when I spoke to the venue, because it's a place of business, we are not actually restricted by the sick. Correct. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because I think there's some confusion around that. Like if you're having an event, you can only have six people in the room. But that is actually not the case. So at the moment, the based on government guidelines, business meetings up to 30 can take place in COVID secure venues. So when I mean by COVID secure venues, this means that the venues have the we are good to go mark so that hospitality business are COVID secure and able to put on um, business meetings of up to 30. So within that, we just have guidelines in place in terms of social distancing. So every venue has a different capacity, but it has to be the maximum of 30. 
So yes, so business meetings can still take place and such as the legacy, that's why you're able to take place because we're still able to accommodate up to 30 people in one room. Yeah. And what I found is that actually people are loving the intimacy of these small yeah. It's like you can't, it's, the, the, and, and it's, it's, it's almost like such a treat, such a novelty. And just the energy in the room, it's like we haven't been to an event in <laughs> from the speakers to the delegates, like, oh my gosh, it's so good to be out at the moment. And it was beautiful. Um, and there's just this new appreciation and this new level of intimacy that's like we just want to help support each other and it's and it's amazing so if you are thinking of having an in-person event it's actually you know they say every every cloud has a silver lining and I think that COVID that's the silver lining we've had just this new appreciation for in-person for in-person events and just supporting each other on a whole new level so if you are considering an in-person event and you just want to get from behind zoom i mean zoom is amazing you're going to want to get behind the camera there's nothing like in person mm-hmm. um of course we have to kind of adapt to the time so legacy is normally two days in person and what i did is i had one day live and the other day actually uh, virtually so we did a hybrid event so let's talk about Tanik how how we're changing it we're seeing events change the formats of events change in this time what type of events are you seeing held physically and can you talk to us about this hybrid model that we're seeing as well yeah so oftentimes um, people are doing a hybrid solution where there's in-person people inside the room as well as people who virtually live stream in so i had a meeting last week tuesday in our lovely wolfson room and there were about 27 people for AGM meeting physically in the room and there was another 30 people virtually live streaming into the room so that's the difference between a hybrid solution so is where people are physically in the room as well if people don't feel safe to actually attend the physical meeting they can still take part in the event by virtually live streaming in so that's the difference between hybrid which is a quite high demand at the moment so that's wow. what requires we're getting for 10 to 11. Yeah so it's, there's this creativity in this in the events industry that we're seeing which is absolutely amazing and I love it and which is why I want to I wanted to have this live broadcast because if you're not privy to what's happening actually and how we're pivoting and how events are still taking place you can just think that events are completely shut down and you cannot have them. And that's not actually the case. Um, it's not actually the case because you're still working at Carlton House, aren't you, Tamika? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So what advice would you give to someone that is thinking of hosting an event at this time? I would say get in contact with the venues that you feel that you want to take part um, for your event and also start to research into the different types of events that are COVID secure. So there's an amazing platform called Higher Space and Unique Venues of London who has lots of venue options that if you go onto venue websites, you will see that they're COVID secure. So get in contact with the venues and actually talk to the sales team such as myself to understand what are the measures we've put in place for actually putting an, on an in-person event. And also yeah. we're currently doing show rounds as well. So if you feel comfortable coming into the venue, get in contact with the sales team so we can arrange a show round for you to actually see the spaces and how yeah. it's laid out for social distancing. So put your mind at rest as well as your delegate's mind so you understand the process that we've put in place for your safety. So yeah. those are things I'll do that I would say. Just have confidence in us as in the events team and we have your best interest, interest at heart and just get in contact with us. Give us a call, email us and we'll be happy to help you. That's what I would say. Great. 
And what type of things can you do delegates mind at ease so if they really want because there are people that actually want to get out and get to events so what are the type of things that you can do as an event organizer to put your delegates mind at ease just reassure them just giving them actually links to what we've put in place in terms of the the measurements of social distancing giving them ideas of what they can do in terms of putting in place a social distancing and give them hard copies of documentations like risk assessments so they understand the measures that we've put in place to ensure the safety. So that's what I would say. How are you managing with the new six-person limit? At the moment, that doesn't really apply to business meetings um, for 10 to 11 cartonized terrorists. But in terms of the social distancing, normally the layout is three persons per table so in terms of cabaret style we can accommodate up to 16 people in our largest room which is the Wolfson room but it will be six three persons per table so that's how we're trying to get around the six person limitation so like I said it doesn't really apply to business meetings but in terms of actual meeting spaces we are separating delegates per table to ensure there is a little social distance in place. Yeah and I think what's beautiful about this is because you were like you get a bigger room than you otherwise would That's because correct. of social yeah. distancing measures. So it literally, like in-person events are really luxury right now because you're getting bigger spaces than you actually would. So I have to shout out Carlton House, the who you work for as well, isn't it? To me? So where is it? Your Carlton House based? So it's in the heart of Westminster. So overlook St. James yeah. Park and the Mouth. So that's yeah. where it situates in near Trafalgar Square. So it's yeah. quite yeah so that's where we are yeah and I also have to shout out my venue Asia House uh in central London again just amazing amazing um just their support um the service they provided and so event spaces just I just have to applaud the events industry because venues are going above and beyond and I can't like the service that Asia House provided me was just so impressive on so many levels and so much so that they're literally the permanent home for the legacy conference for the foreseeable future. I was just so impressed with them and their support of the event, even having to switch dates and all of that, just great. Um, and I'm sure your venue is the same, but that is just one part of your life and your work, um, <laughs> Tini, isn't it? Yes. So you also run a business called Hey Events. And I love this because you're a prime example of how we're developing multiple income streams in this time like COVID has taught us that a job is great it's amazing very very important but also it's this thing of also building the additional income stream on the side and what I love about your situation is that your jobs are well aware they're supportive of pay events and so you're able to do that because I think businesses are realizing that we're in a time where you know, your your poly employees do want other income streams and, and do have those streams. And so the fact that you're able, even in these times, to be doing some great things with Carlton, Carlton House, but you also have your own events business as well is great. So tell us about Hey Events and how you can support people hold, holding events right now. Yep. So Hey Events offers a tailored event planning service specialised in events management. So our target clientele are startup business entrepreneurs. So we want to help startup business entrepreneurs plan events to create new opportunities. That's creating new interactions through memorable events. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm helping startup business entrepreneurs still plan their 
event. So I had a recent one on the 6th of September. It was a business entrepreneur. She's got her own creative space and she wanted to launch her space. So I worked with her to ensure that the safety measures are in place that she can put on an in-person, intimate, 30-person event, which was amazing. So that's my passion, my drive, my determination. I just want to help business entrepreneurs put on memorable events. And like I said, like you're amazing. Your work is amazing. And like I have personally secured you for two events next year. So if you're looking for someone to support you with events, then please do connect with Tamik. Tamik, where can people actually connect with you? So they can either connect with me on my Instagram, which is mm-hmm. Hey Events. So H A Y Events, all one word. Or feel mm-hmm. free to log on to my website, which is www.heyevents.co.uk. And you're more than welcome to email me directly or send me a DM via Instagram. Amazing. You know, you do actually still support with virtual events and you're doing some creative things there. Um, a question I have for you, how are you combating virtual fatigue right now? At the moment, I will say virtual experience is most important because you can never take away that personal interaction for in-person events. So Mm -hmm. I want to try and think of creative ways to incorporate that virtual experience. How do I get that virtual experience for my clients and as well as participants taking part in the virtual events? Mm -hmm. So the one that I did for one of my clients is a cocktail masterclass, which is quite nice. So it was nicer. Yeah, it was a networking event. So on Zoom, they have facilities as breakout rooms. So different breakup rooms and every 10 minutes people moved around just to network then after that we went back into a cocktail masterclass which everyone actually loved yeah it was good (laughs) virtual experience so I just want people to have that virtual experience because obviously they're not in person I want to put something else in there creatively to get people excited about virtual events. So that's what Yeah, I love that. And so one thing that I also did um, both on the in-person day and also virtually is I had these rev-up sessions because, you know, people get this fatigue, whether you're sitting there in a room or you're online. And my events were intense. So I did one in, uh, when was it, May as well, Revive, and that was an all-day online intensive that didn't have the, the in-person element. Obviously, we're all in lockdown, but... I still wanted to get people out of their seats. So I had we had rev up sessions. So I had, I guess, two or three of them um, where I had a personal trainer on the on the actual Zoom. Um, and we did rev ups. And I actually had a DJ on that virtual oh, channel. Wow. <laughs> I hired a DJ, I hired a personal trainer. And so in the breaks, we actually had music. And then also we had the personal trainer to do sessions. Um, and this event that I just did, Legacy, I had um, an Afro, uh, an Afrobics. Oh. oh my gosh, it was amazing. Um, it was just so amazing. Like the energy that she brought yeah. um, between the sessions was just so good. And I even had a couple of delegates say that normally at this time, like at the end of the second day, we've got fatigue. And they were like, they were still energized and ready to go. So you can still do really, really creative things that have people energized, have people moving. And so it's not just a static event. And I encourage people to really get creative. And I think it's in these times where your back is against the wall that we come up with the most creative solutions. And that was the main thing that I wanted to share with people, that actually you can still host in-person events and they can be wonderful and intimate and really, really great experience. And right now they're a luxury because no one's doing them. This is how I did it. 
This is how Tanique is doing it for her clients. And um, it's possible. It is absolutely possible. You absolutely do just have to keep tabs on government guidelines. Like I said, the amount of times government guidelines changed. I, I was planning this event. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> telling you I have to be honest it's the most stressful thing I had done in a long time like I said everything was pointing to the fact that I should cancel it's like what the hell are you doing arranging a physical event in a pandemic but something in me just couldn't couldn't let it go and we were able to put it off and thanks to great people in the events industry like you so it is possible it is doable but don't do it alone get the support you need to make sure that you are compliant government guidance they are changing so often like i said a few days before my event the government changed it to six people and so we know this is what's happening but we have to be agile but it is it is possible get the support you need get the advice you need and i hope that you find this helpful before we go if you have any questions please do uh, let me know i want to tell you about my launch planner i have created a launch planner For the longest while, I have wanted to turn my 6P launch framework into an actual physical planner. It is live. It is available. It's going to be available on the website. I'm going to say this week, those that attended Legacy were the first to have it, but I'm very, very proud of it. I think it's going to be a great tool for those of you who are wanting to launch projects. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually hosting a live webinar actually where you get this included um, a live webinar in the next couple of weeks I will publicize the date and such but I'll be running these frequently where I actually tell you how to plan a launch and in the price is your planner so you'll get your planner posted to you on the webinar I will show you how to plan a significant launch successfully using the planner so if you're interested in that dm me and I will send you the link and the details for that like I said I'll be promoting this one a lot more you know I think this is going to be a great, great tool for those of you planning events. So giving you the heads up on that. Normally, like I said, I come to you live on a Wednesday. I am not coming to you live this Wednesday. I will be in a spa with no reception. Yeah, that's bad. So, yeah, so I'm not coming to you live this Wednesday, but I'll be back with you actually next Monday and next Wednesday. So I have two guests for you next week. Um, but yeah, I'm not live with you for lunchtime or tips on this Wednesday. But Tanique, thank you so much. Um, for joining me live. You have been amazing. The work you are doing in this space is amazing. I will encourage you one more time to really connect with Tanique. If you're planning an event, whether that be virtual, whether that be um, in person, get in touch with Tanique. She's doing some great things right now. Um, Yeah, and thank you for joining me. If you didn't catch all of this, this is going to be on my page. It'll be on my LinkedIn page. Also, it will be on my YouTube channel. So if you just search the launch strategist on YouTube, you can see all the replays of my lives. And thank you for joining us. Have an amazing evening and rest of the week. And we will speak to you soon. Bye-bye.